0: Hello, this is Hilary Robertson. Welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. For this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by cellist, Beyond Sang. His latest album features the Bach cello suites performed on a rarely heard Stradivari cello. The complete set of six suites for violoncello solo was composed by Bach between 1717 and 1723, but actually they weren't heard in public until the legendary Pablo Casals performed and recorded them two centuries later, a hundred years ago. Now they're well known. And in fact, you would recognize many of the melodies. And this is a beautiful set performed absolutely perfectly by Bjorn. And they were recorded at the Bastille Chapel in Seattle, which has amazing acoustic. I'm grateful to Beyond for sharing his time with me. And I hope you enjoy listening to our conversation. Thank you for joining me on Harmonious absolutely, World. Absolutely. Yes. So you're in Austin, Texas. Is that right?
1: I'm in Austin, Texas. Yes.
0: Ah, oh, it's obviously a hotbed of musical talent. I've interviewed a few people from there.
1: It is. Yes. Um, Maybe not so much for um, classical music as, as much as, you know, folk and pop and jazz, you know, but uh, uh, we have our nice little pocket of uh, um, musicians at the University of Texas. and um, So, yeah, w- wonderful colleagues here. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Excellent. Well, please do talk to me about this wonderful collection of the Bach cello suites. It's a stunning. I mean, the... The I think I don't know whether it's a combination of the instrument and the um, the venue, but it yeah, just right. is beautiful. Thank
1: you, thank you. Yes, I, I, I am very fortunate to have had the use of that uh, base of Spain Strad. Um, I haven't played on. I confess I've not played on that many Strads in my lifetime, um, but th- that per- that cello in particular really, you know, it's it's by far my favorite. Um, and you know you you play on it, and and it, you know it just makes you want to play Bach all the time. <laughs> I remember growing up, you know, uh, and, and studying Bach was very difficult. You know, because it's it's not only difficult on the instrument, but uh, you know, the learning to interpret for the first time as as a youngster, it's very difficult. And, and so uh, growing up, I don't I don't remember enjoying practicing Bach that much but you know playing when you have a child like that yeah you're you're just looking for you know you're you're exploring every nook and cranny of the instrument to try to find colors and new colors and and to see what you can do with these these pieces
0: yeah and it's it's lovely to hear them all together actually this is the first time for me that I've heard I've listened to them all one after the other Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah there aren't many composers that you can do that with, right? I mean, maybe Beethoven. Um, uh, I mean, as much as I love Brahms, I mean, it can be overbearing having an, a, an entire concert of Brahms. Uh, I did a, a concert of all the Brahms piano trios, and that, that's it's a lot of heavy listening, you know, very, very heavy and dark, and, and well, not necessarily dark, but just it it's, it can be overwhelming, you know. But the Bach, it's there's this, of course, you know, these with thirty six movements, it's a lot, but um it's so varied Um, yeah even within the suite let alone you know going from suite to suite you know
0: right so so each each movement within each suite is so short you almost you almost get to that point where you're like oh I want to hear some more of that and then you get another you get you get it's next and I and I'm I'm one of those people I like listening to things in order
1: yeah yeah, absolutely.
0: And you can see the the skill of Bach in in these things sit together beautifully. Yes, yes, and
1: and you know we don't really know for sure uh, all the circumstances surrounding uh, when he composed these, but I think it's pretty evident um, that um, when when you look at the whole, all six, that he he must have conceived them. At, I think all at once, really, you know, he had an idea of, of how it was going to progress. Um, and you do see that it's incredible, the development f- from beginning to end. And we know, well, of course, we, we, we know that it wasn't as if, you know, the first week was written when he was a youngster. And then the last week was written when he was an old man. Uh, but yet, it almost seems like that's what happens with when you go from the first to the last suite. Um, so it, it, it's really remarkable what, he, what he's done with these these six suites.
0: Yes, and also the fact that they were they weren't performed much until a hundred years ago.
1: Right, that's right. Yeah, um, I mean, w- when you consider that, uh, uh, first of all, the sixth suite was written for. A, cello that well, to, to this day still doesn't exist. I mean, uh, a five-string cello, I mean, uh, um, you can have one made, uh, you know, take a cello and then you add a string to it. Uh, but that instrument didn't exist when Bach composed these suites. Uh, and then with the fifth suite, um, he used the uh, the technique of scordatura where you tune down um, one or more strings, and that was not really done with the cello. Uh, so I think, it's, again, it seems pretty evident that these these sweets in a way were um, like a mental exercise for him, you know, just thinking about what what might be possible, and so for uh, hundreds of years, I mean, the, 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 they were they were available, but Chelsea didn't perform them. They really thought of them more as as etudes, exercises to 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 learn um, the instrument, but. Yeah, no one dared uh, to perform them until public Casals came along.
0: Yeah, and it is interesting, isn't it, that they they sort of fit somewhere between studies and musical performance, each one individually.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we, of course, the, you know, the cello repertoire is, you know, when you compare it to, say, the piano repertoire... <laughs> <laughs> it's tiny, right? I mean, pianists have so many etudes, you know, Chopin etudes, Rachmaninoff, Preludes, you know, that could be considered etudes, but they're really concert performance pieces. And um, so these suites um, are like those, those piano pieces, which, um, I mean, we, we as cellists hang on to them as, as studies just because we don't have very much written for the instrument by itself. Um, uh, so these are perfect in that sense that you can by yourself, you know, you don't need to, to play with a pianist and you can work on every aspect there that there is, um, uh, not only instrumentally, but, um, you know, learning about melody and harmony. Uh, it's all there, you know, you don't need to have a pianist with playing with you or let alone an orchestra to, to understand harmonically what's going on with these pieces.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's the skill of Bach, isn't it? They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're just perfect musical Absolutely. pieces. Yeah. 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 And for,
1: for, for that reason, probably, you know, I've been asked what's my favorite, uh, uh, maybe the, the Sarban to the fifth suite, because of what we've just talked about, how there are so few notes in that short movement, um, yet there's no shortage of of emotion being expressed by those few notes
0: yeah yeah it's interesting as well i i I noticed when i went through them how many melodies are familiar Mm -hmm. it's interesting isn't it they've been they've been used picked out for so many different things
1: absolutely yeah Uh, that that of course is is the genius of bach correct? that oh yeah um a three or four note little figure you know will will be will pop up everywhere but yet it's still distinct for each piece that he's writing it for yeah um, and you know I remember um, my freshman year in college and all we did was uh, for, for almost the entire year in theory class was to study the corrals about corrals <laughs> And in particular, we would look at those chorales, which which had the same melody, but was har- were harmonized in seven, eight, nine different ways. You know,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Um, people often ask, uh, just as they ask why Shakespeare is you know long lasting and why Mozart. Had you know has that longevity and I think it's just that the skill and the craft and yet there's still that creativity
1: absolutely yeah I I, um I one of the thing that I remember growing up um I this is going to date me but um um I remember in the in the you know in the late 70s and the 80s there were a number of recordings that came out taking Bach um, and performing them so to speak through an electronic instrument of some sort you know and yeah. so there was you know other than the 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 human inputting the, the notes there was actually no kind of human interaction and, and and yet the music just worked because the notes the choice of notes is is so perfect. Um, so you've got Bach works on that level. Yet Bach also can um, uh, withstand. If I don't know if that's the right word, but can can take you know the the added layer of of practically om- uh, any kind of interpretation that you want to, to, to be it uber romantic or uh, 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 something that's just purely um, architectural. You know so to speak. So um, that's, that's the genius of box that you can have, you can come from a, almost any angle and, and make it uh, make it work and make it your own.
0: Yeah, indeed. Um, for the benefit of my listeners, can you give me a, a sort of brief potted biography of, of, of what, how you've got to this point? Cause you've, you started young, you've, pl- you've played with everybody.
1: I started young, I, uh, um, I started at the age of seven, um, and uh, um, my teacher that started me in, I'm, I'm a, a product of public school system, we started cello in, in the public school system, and our teacher had, a wonderful teacher had two, two boys already in the Juilliard pre-college, so he suggested that I, you know, within a year go attend the Juilliard Pre college. So I, I did that from the age of eight until 17. Um, so that was, I think, enough conservatory. For me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so from there, I went to Harvard uh, from an undergraduate, um, and where Harvard doesn't really have performance. And, and so I was studying music outside of the, the cello, so to speak. Um, and then I came back to. Back to dedicated uh, study of the instrument. I went to Yale to study with Al- Aldo Paraso. Um, lived in New York for about almost 10 years with my wife, um, and then got my job here at uh, uh, the University of Texas at Austin. Um, gosh, 19 years ago. This is my 20th year of teaching here.
0: Wow. Wow. And I think, although people are, are often disparaging about performance versus teaching actually there's something you when you're teaching you never cease learning yourself do you oh
1: absolutely absolutely yes um i mean speaking of these box suites um i've gotten so many ideas from my students that know makes you want to go and record these suites over and over and over again and say well you know i like i like that idea let me you know in this recording i'll do it this way and of course that's that's the beauty of live performance is that you can do that right you can do it differently every time um and and uh, you know your audience will want to come back for more um i I, for sure you know just even cellistically, you know i i think um ever since i've been teaching I've become a more efficient player, partially uh, because um, with th- three children, um, you find you have no time to practice, <laughs> and so you start thinking, "Well, what did I tell my student about about how to practice this passage? Maybe if I apply that, I, you know, I can save some time." Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, uh, uh, the the teaching has been wonderful for me um, in in so many ways.
0: Brilliant, and. Um, I, you, I can't interview anybody at the moment without touching base on lockdown so how has how has the pandemic been for you because this has been the last 17 months of yeah crazy. It, i mean it's uh, uh, uh
1: it's been good and bad i mean obviously uh, all my performances were canceled for uh, um uh not all but almost all my concerts were canceled for for this entire time um I managed to do a few um, um, virtual concerts. Um, uh, s- things started to pick up again this summer um, but then uh, for example I I'm spo- I'm, was supposed to go back to Glasgow um, next month to record again with the Royal Scottish National Orchestra and that's just been postponed till January and c- we're crossing fingers <laughs> that that's gonna stay. Um, I just got Message this morning from British Airways that my flights have been changed, and so I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if that's going to happen, but um, so that's been that's been an adjustment for sure. Um, On the other hand, you know, I've always been a um, a positive, glasses half full kind of person, and um, I've really appreciated being able to spend a lot of time with my family. You know, I've come to realize how much. I was away and and how much my kids really uh, wanted me at home yeah so that that was good and and, um, but yeah 17 18 months of it um, we dropped off our kids to school yesterday Um, school started for them yesterday and (laughs) and it's it's great to finally (laughs) have some time to yourself again
0: yeah and and it must be lovely to watch them going into school to interact with I mean, obviously the learning, but it but also the socializing yes, yes, that they absolutely
1: missed. yes 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 that 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 was that was the toughest thing for our kids was uh, um, yeah just seeing them not be able to hang out even with their neighbors next door you know I mean that that's just that was so tough. Yeah, um, but but at the same time, I mean, we found ourselves doing a lot more Zoom happy hours, you know, with colleagues, <laughs> and, and we, you know, we normally would say, oh, well, wait, you know, I'll see him in a couple of months, you know, or see her, you know, a few weeks, uh, but no, now now, you know, with 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 the with COVID, you know, that was not going to happen. So you find a way, right? And you, and, and you yeah, virtually.
0: Yeah, you know. uh, I, uh, it's fascinating. I've been doing this since May last year. This was my this was my COVID project. And it's amazing how many people I think musicians tend to be tend to be glass half full because you can't make it through the business if you're not. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And and I think that so many of us have found ways of just pivoting what we do. And just yeah. changing it and and getting new stuff which is exciting there's so much new music coming out it's incredible
1: right, right right yeah yeah and like for my students you know we had to find a way to make it work through zoom you know uh, there would always be some sort of an issue you know be it uh, uh you know not having the right equipment um or just the internet you know shutting down and, and so you hear them in spurts it's like Did <laughs> <laughs> Did they just accelerate, you know, rush, you know, to twice the tempo. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, you you find ways. You you ask your students to record themselves in advance, and then that becomes a you know a whole whole new process of uh, listening to yourself. And,
0: and yeah, and right? that's really important. And I think
1: absolutely I think as yeah.
0: musicians, it's very easy, especially. I mean, I don't, I'm not a I'm not a professional musician in that I. Don't, that's not how I earn most of my living, but nevertheless, I'm used to playing. Where I just go along, and I might, wa- you know, I'll warm up and stuff beforehand, and mm-hmm. I'll do some practice, mm-hmm. whatever. But I'm not used to hearing myself perform, and I've had that's to do right. a lot more of that.
1: Yes, yes, and and you know, when when um, we kind of get used to just hearing ourselves practice right and and right. you hear yourself in your head and it's like oh that sounds fine you know and then and you're so focused on one aspect of whatever it may be and so we lose track of the, the the big picture and so yeah you know having that third person vantage point is is so helpful
0: absolutely so what's the future hold um you're starting a new semester I guess at the university yeah
1: yeah. So this, this. So we're we're gonna start next week. Uh, um, we're crossing our fingers that that uh, um, we you know here in Texas it's a little crazy. I mean, we uh, I don't know if you've heard that uh, our governor just got tested positive for COVID. Um, oh nice. Yeah. Yet he still you know will refuses to to uh, allow mask mandates in schools. Um, but UT is doing what it can to. Um, keep things safe for its faculty and students. Um, so, um, we're hopeful that, that things will work out, um, that uh, we won't be going back to all virtual learning. Um, the, uh, um, the spring for me is, is pretty full with concerts that have been, uh, some, some rescheduled concerts, um, but uh, remains to be seen what's going to happen, you know, with this Delta variant um, um, running rampant in, in our country.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. we all just got to wait and see, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, it I really. Oh, it's my pleasure. It. My pleasure. Fantastic. Thank you for joining me on Harmonious World. And I hope you enjoyed listening to Bion sang talking about the album. Don't forget, there are links in the show notes to take you to his site and also to my social media please do follow me where you can and subscribe to the podcast so that you get to hear the latest episodes as soon as they're published. If you enjoy listening to Harmonious World, please do think about sharing that with your friends. I'm gradually getting more and more listeners and that's lovely to hear. There are some exciting plans afoot for both this podcast and for another that I'm going to be hosting. Um, so please do look out for information about that on social media. I have some amazing interviews scheduled in. But don't forget also that I have interviewed some incredible musicians. So please do look in the back catalogue of episodes. Please also consider leaving a review and rating Harmonious World on your preferred podcast platform. It really does make a difference. Thank you so much for listening to Harmonious World again. I hope you have a wonderful week and remember to share what you are good at to make this a more harmonious world.